everybody. This is the Mido Podcast. I'm Ashley. And I'm Megan. And today we are going to talk about poop. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's such a funny word. (laughs) Um, What's the poop? Uh, Basically, we wanted to talk about, um, at least firsthand for us, for like mitochondrial diseases with our children, um, the digestive system and uh, what our complications or things that we had to go through for our kids, um, with not being able to go number two. <laughs> um, so I don't know about, uh, you Megan, but for Angie, um, even before, uh, we knew she had Mito, um, it was, it was very present or prevalent that she was having pooping issues. Mm-hmm. Um, but, I always had issues growing up. Um, I know this is a topic that we usually talk about ourselves, but sometimes, I don't know, you should talk about it because you probably are more normal than than you think with not always being able to go. <laughs> um, a huge sign of healthy or sometimes issues going on with your body. So it's very important. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, so for Angie, she had already it was hard because she was always breastfed. Um, so she, Oh, her poop was always different. Um, but then we got to a point where she couldn't poop at all. She would go like seven days without pooping. Um, so when we talked to our pediatrician, um, he gave a, or we went and just got, um, suppositories. They were, um, I can't even remember what they were. It was just like a, almost like Vaseline in a capsule. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dofalax. I don't know. I, that's not what ours was called. I can't remember. Ours was over the counter. You can get it at like Walmart or Target. Um, it was in the baby section. Um, but it's a tiny like little pearl. Um, and you swoop it up in there and they get some action in the next 24 to 48 hours. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you know, geez, Troy's almost going to be 13 in March. And um, I remember it definitely being an issue when he was younger um, as a baby. I remember having to actually give him an enema at one time when he was a baby. Um, I don't really remember his frequency, but I remember it was always something we were super conscious of. Um, and, I, you know, we always... <laughs> even to this day, it's like, okay, what day are we on? You know, what do we need to take any action? What's going on? But thankfully, um, Troy's been a lot better since he's gotten older. And I don't know if it's just because I'm home and literally I take the time to, you know, take him to the bathroom and we sit there and we, you know, we bribe, we do all sorts of things and, you know, eventually he will go. Um, But yeah, it definitely there was a good period of time where it was, we were doing suppositories, like you just said, um, you know, when they, he wouldn't go to the bathroom within a few days and, you know, their little stomachs, which is, um, I think kind of common with mitochondrial diseases, they get very distended um, because one, they don't have that muscle tone in their stomachs, but two, you know, a lot of times constipation is a huge issue with mitochondrial disease. And just, I mean, when you think about the digestive system, literally your, you know, your colon, your large intestine, small intestine, all of that is completely made up of 
muscle tissue. There's like two layers of muscle tissue that literally allow it to move. And what is one of the things about mitochondrial disease is your muscles are completely affected. So you probably don't think about that, but it takes muscle movement to actually, you know, move stool and digested food through your intestines. And if your muscles aren't working, well, then, you know, you're getting constipation. And I know probably one of the common things that most, at least of the moms and parents that we've talked to is their children take Miralax. And um, it's like an osmotic laxative is what it is. And it basically brings um, water back into the intestine so that it kind of softens the stools. Um, and it's pretty safe. I know I've read um, some things about it that there are some side effects, but Troy's been on it since he was probably, I don't know what, actually, I don't know what the earliest stage he started, but he's been on it for years and we've never really seen any side effects. But when we don't take it, there's definitely slow motion going on. <laughs> so, and you know, it is, it's kind of a random topic, but it's extremely important because it can cause all sorts of issues. Yeah. 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 We use suppositories for a little while. Those two, you know, you're not supposed to use them for a prolonged amount of time. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I changed since she was breastfed, I cha completely changed my diet. Um, cause we also thought that she had allergies cause I have allergies, um, or, or food allergies. Um, so I would eat literally just oatmeal in the morning and then, uh, turkey and rice. And that was it. Those three things were my whole diet for a month. Um, <laughs> that's all we could. And then, but we didn't know anything was going on at the time. Mm -hmm. Um, so she had acid reflux, she couldn't poop. Um, <clears throat> so those, those were some things because she was breastfed. Another thing to kind of, uh, kind of go off of what you were talking about for like the muscles it, it also goes into um, what your body has enough energy to do. So that's what, uh, I don't know, that's what that means. Like you're not necessarily your muscles aren't working. It's just your body's too tired. And so your, your organs and other things that your heart, your lungs, other things that need energy, your body's feeding them that energy first and then everything else comes second. And so that's why it's hard harder for the digestive system to work because your energy is being put towards other areas of the body that are, that are without a better way of saying it, are more important to keep going. Um, <laughs> I have Frank behind me up to show you this before we continue. Oh, he just jumped down. He keeps uh, jumping up on the screen, like, let me in. <laughs> Um, but uh, we use Miralax for a little while too. So she, it got better for her too. Um, once we cleaned up my diet and, um, I was, I was able to eat more later on, but, um, she didn't have that as many problems, but we would have Marilax just in case. And I have a funny poop story for you. So, uh, <laughs> we, for Christmas, um, in 2018, we went out to Arizona to see my family and we just bought Angie a brand new car seat. It was, um. Oh, I can't remember the name of it. Oh, it's going to bug me. I can see it in my head. Um, but so we just got her this brand new car seat. It was our first time using it. We get to Arizona and um, she grew out of all of her clothes, literally on our drive to Arizona. Like I, everything I brought didn't fit her. And we brought a ton of clothes because we're used to having like blowouts and, 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> just when you feed and trying to let her play with food, you get messy. So even though we had like a washer and dryer, like I just want to make sure we had extra stuff. She grew out of everything. And so they have this like tiny thrift store. <laughs> <laughs> so, so before we went to the, the thrift store, Angie wasn't pooping. And so Andrew gave her a, a dose of mar- her and my stepdad, her, he and my stepdad gave Angie a dose of Miralax and it wasn't working. <laughs> so he gave her a second dose. <laughs> so on our way to the thrift store to buy her clothes, she had the biggest blowout I've ever experienced. There was poop everywhere <laughs> all over like poor kid but she was like so happy because oh, yeah, she had to go poop <laughs> but I'm not kidding it was like the brand new car seat was like it was destroyed like every crevice everything it was like all over her clothes like everywhere like like we dyed her clothes brown it was there was so much poop that came out of her but it was thankful because we went to the thrift store to buy clothes and they didn't have too much for her that would fit um at the time and so um we just bought like a couple of things and and she just had to cycle through those like two outfits the whole time it felt so bad (laughs) and then we tried to clean the car seat as best as we could but she had to sit in her poop basically until we got home so that we could take it all apart and wash everything and oh, oh yeah. so funny though yeah I mean gosh we I have 12 years of poop stories <laughs> sure, sure. yeah but it's definitely I mean blowouts and you know any parent with even a you know a child that doesn't have mitochondrial disease has blowout stories yeah and you know little kids and um but Troy, gosh, and Troy, thankfully, he is an amazing eater. And this kid eats vegetables like there's no tomorrow. I mean, he loves every vegetable. And so I don't know what it is, but he is the stinkiest kid ever. Like he is just so stinky. And every time when, uh, obviously not in the last year, probably a couple of years, you know, my parents live in Colorado. So we fly out to Colorado. Um, my mom and stepdad are in Northern California. My brother was in San Francisco. You know, we would, we would fly. He was amazing on airplanes. We flew to Hawaii one year with him, but I am telling you every single time we would take off on an airplane, he would poop. And everybody knows what those bathrooms look like in an airplane and trying to get in there with myself. And usually you know, it was my friend Paula or, you know, whoever was going with me at the time. And it was just, it was always insane. And I do not know what it was, but every single time we'd take off. And I remember this one time we were coming out of the bathroom and this, the stewardess, although he was a male, would we still call him a stewardess? What did I, I don't know. Flight <laughs> <Quite> attendant. <laughs> yeah, attendant. There we go. Let's just go that route. Um, anyway, he was walking with the cart and we had to stop and he just went like this. And I was looking at him going, please just don't, don't even say anything to me because <laughs> you don't want to have a mom just have full on breakdown. <laughs> it was just like, you know what, we are doing our best and we just had to clean up a kid in your little tiny bathroom. We did the best that we could and everybody will survive. I promise you will survive because I've been to a hundred of these blowouts. 
That's so rude. I yeah. But it was, I don't even know what it was with, I don't know if it's just the increase in elevation and pressure and depressure, I, I, whatever it was, but I mean, Paul and I could tell you some hilarious stories, but, oh my gosh. but you know, we're, you know, being a parent that is worried about constipation and that kind of stuff, we are thankful when he poops on an airplane, in the car, yeah. massive blowouts, whatever. It means he's healthy, his system's working. And, you know, we're not going to have to give them a suppository. So that's always a good thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Oh, I can't believe you had that experience. I'm sorry. That sucks. Oh, yeah. Well, the one time when we went to Hawaii, which it was my mom, myself, Paula, and her mom. So it was all, all women. And we took up like one of the main aisles in the center. And um, we were able to literally, he was only two. So we were able to change his diaper and take care of everything without even having to like get up and move. And so that was the easiest one. But otherwise we learned to completely take seat covers and all sorts of stuff. We were, we were professional flyers. <laughs> uh, whenever I flew with Angie, I just breastfed her the whole time. I cleaned everything before I sat down wrap her in a blanket so that nothing could touch anything. Yeah. <laughs> and I would breastfeed her and just wrap her, like put a cover over her so that nobody could like even breathe on her. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, I would just breastfeed her the whole time as she would fall asleep. And actually today, so 2021 and 2018, we were on a plane today. <laughs> We went to go see um, some friends in, in uh, like San Jose area. My little memories on Facebook popped up. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's what's the poop. Um, you also just want to make sure that you're staying hydrated, um, plenty of water, plenty of um, fiber. Um, and that can be hard with a mito kid, especially if they have any sensory issues with, with eating. Um, Angie wouldn't eat anything by mouth, so other than uh, breastfeeding. That was the only only thing that she would take. We would play with food and then she would try things that we would never knew if she was swallowing. So um, breastfeeding was, was all she had. Um, so yeah, we just had to make sure she was always hydrated and was always eating and the suppositories or Miralax and um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, how you get through. <laughs> yeah, you gotta get through it. It's, everybody does it. You got to poop. <laughs> um, if you guys have any questions or ideas for any future podcasts, please let us know. You can email us at uh, mitopodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook and you can find us on Instagram and you can find us on YouTube. Um, Mito the, the Mito Podcast. <laughs> Thank you for joining us today. We really appreciate uh, you listening in. Please give us a like and a follow. Um, and yeah, and that's about it. Thanks for listening.